to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. The fetus isn't compatible with her body. Too strong for one thing, but she could probably endure that for a while. The bigger problem is that it won't allow her to get the sustenance she needs. Her body is rejecting every form of nutrition. I'm trying to feed her intravenously, but she's just not absorbing it. Everything about her condition is accelerated. I'm watching her, and not just her, but the fetus as well, starve to death by the hour. I can't stop it, and I can't slow it down. I can't figure out what it wants. His weary voice broke at the end. I felt the same way I had yesterday when I'd seen the black stains across her stomach, furious and a little crazy. I clenched my hands into fists to control the shaking. I hated the thing that was hurting her. It wasn't enough for the monster to beat her from the inside out. No, it was starving her, too. Probably just looking for something to sink its teeth into. A throat to suck dry. Since it wasn't big enough to kill anyone else yet, it settled for sucking Bella's life from her. Hey! Hi! Guess what? What? Same as always. Oh, Couple I know. New what? Patrons! <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> yes, we have some new patrons that we would love to shout out. Big shout out to Simran from New Mexico. And we also have Mayors from California. Oh my gosh. Welcome Hi and thank you. What an awesome thing. Hi everyone. Hi. <laughs> my name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. That's my version of the song. On this week's episode of Remember Twilight, we are talking about Breaking Dawn, Chapter 12. <laughs> it's called... Some people just don't grasp the concept of unwelcome. No kidding. Yeah, like you, Jacob Black, on Bella's face. <laughs> yes. That kind of unwelcome. Uh-huh. Like, please get off my face with your face. Some people don't grasp the concept. Yeah. 
Don't hold my hand. Don't put your arm around me. Don't act like we're a couple. You're unwelcome. Mic drop. Just saying. Done. Done with the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Jacob Black, do not, you hypocrite. I don't remember last episode. Last episode, Jacob left the pack and (gasps) Seth came with him. (laughs) That's right. Oh, no, it's a wee pack. Yes. (laughs) Some people just only have a two pack. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, anyway, where do we leave off, though? Let's see. Oh, wait. First of all, I have a little bit of an information corner to read. We got an email from Karen, and she says, oh, it's called Bella's IV. <laughs> she goes, hi, Marin and Emily. I've been enjoying your podcast for over a year. Midnight Sun got me excited to revisit the Twilight World. Through this podcast, I also found out about Remember Harry Potter and have been loving it, too. I wanted to let you know that the thick white liquid in Bella's IV is total parental nutrition in parentheses tpn it's food that is broken down to an absorbable form and is delivered directly into the bloodstream it's given to patients who can't have anything by mouth for an extended period of time it works for bella because she can't throw it up and her body gets some nutrition without having to expend energy to absorb it iv morphine is a clear liquid like water it's not a good idea to give morphine to pregnant women even if morphine couldn't hurt a half vampire baby it would dangerously slow down bella's breathing thank you for making your podcast so fun and entertaining they make my time in my car so much fun karen so thank you karen it was not morphine psych how I dumb guess, would we be to think they would be giving bella morphine it obviously I mean, would slow down her breathing i have to give us a break because we are not medical personnel <laughs> however yes i shouldn't have thought that they would be giving an almost dead person morphine makes sense we learned about that from the hunger games after all i know so thank you karen for the information uh please help us like like karen did in a nice way from now on if we ever do dumb things again yeah also hi from your car speaker hi (laughs) have a good day at work love you okay so last we saw jacob was uh peering through the colon's window and saw that bella has a new hospital bed and looks dead Poor, poor Jakey. That's a really sad thing for a puppy to see. Yeah. You know, they get sad when their people are sick. "Mm." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They know when they get sad when their people are sick. And so they get really sad. I'm sure he laid down for a long time. Yes. In fact. So he goes to lay down (laughs) and he almost falls asleep. But the sun is coming up and it's Seth's turn to run around the house. So Jacob's trying to fall asleep and he's trying to just focus on like, Seth's running to so he doesn't think about Bella dying and it's like kind of starting to work and then Seth just starts howling out of nowhere so Jacob has to get up and run towards him. Seth's kind of he's an impulsive little baby. He just is a howler. <laughs> uh, so Jacob gets up starts running turns into a wolf and then they hear morning boys. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, first of all, but when Jacob pulls himself up to run, he does the weirdest thing. He just like starts running with his front legs before his back legs even get up off the ground. He just his front legs pull until his back legs start going too. Yeah. (laughs) Really good (laughs) visual right there. Yeah. So I'm loving this. Loving this. Living for it. Mm -hmm. Morning, boys. (laughs) And then Seth's like, what the heck, Leah, go away. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) So Jacob catches up to Seth, and Seth is about to start howling to complain about this. And Jacob's like, stop howling. Honestly. Oh, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And here comes Leah. She trots into view. 
She is a small gray wolf, we learn. Mm -hmm. And she's like, shut up, Seth. You're such a baby. And then Jacob starts growling at her and he's like, why are you here, Leah? And she's like, well, obviously I'm joining your little pack (laughs) as the vampire guard dogs. And he's like, no, you're not. Leave before I rip off your leg. And she's like, ha ha. As if you could outrun me. You guys, I'm sorry. We named last episode as if you could out as if he could outrun Leah. Here she literally says it. Mm-hmm. Period. Jacob has to calm himself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, Seth, go tell the Collins that you just yelled about Leah being here now. I'll deal with Leah. And so Seth is like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and Leah's like, you're going to let him go to the vampire house all by himself? And he's like, well, I'm pretty sure he'd rather spend time there than here with you. And then she's like, shut up, Jacob. Oh, I, I mean, shut up, oh, alpha, high, mighty warrior. <laughs> and then Jacob's like, why are you here? And she's like, I'm not just going to sit around while Seth is here as your vampire chew toy. I think Leah's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> she's loyal to her little brother. And loyalty, that's it. That's where it's at when you're a Hufflepuff. Jacob tells her that Seth does neither wants nor needs her protection <laughs> and that nobody wants her here. And oh. she's like, oh, that's new. Oh, it's She goes, tell me who does want me around and I'm out of here. <gasps> ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. So then Jacob's like, so it's not about Seth? And she's like, yeah, it is. I'm just saying nobody ever wants me around. So it doesn't really change the fact that I'm here now. So then Jacob's like, did Sam send you? And Leah's like, if Sam sent me, you wouldn't be able to hear me right now. I I chose to leave and come with you. And so then Jacob's like, if this is like a trick, I got to figure it out. But I don't see how it's a trick. And so then he's like, you're loyal to me then? And Leah's like, well, there isn't many options. Yeah. The thing that breaks my heart for Leah so bad is that she she's not like any of the other people who are in the pack and will be in the pack ever. She doesn't want any of it. She doesn't want to be a wolf. She doesn't want the life, which a lot of them are like, oh, I don't really want this. Some of them are like, this is the coolest thing ever. She's like, I don't want this. I don't want any of it. None of it. None of it's something fun. And I just think that's so sad. She has been forced by this magic into this life that she hates. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Then she's like, I'm not enjoying this any more than you are. And Jacob's like, no, I can tell that you're excited about something, but he can't figure out what it is. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> Leah's like, stop trying to figure me out. And Jacob's like, man, I never tried to figure out Leah before. <laughs> No wonder she hates all of them. None of them ever made even a slight effort to understand her side of the story or see where she's coming from or try to make things easier for her. No, literally the only thing they ever did was say, oh, she's so annoying. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So, of course, she's so annoying because all you guys ever do is talk about how annoying she is. Yes. So then they hear Seth talking to Edward and they see Edward's face through Seth's eyes and he is still just blank dead Edward face and Seth's like oh man he looks terrible to which Edward makes no reaction to and so Seth comes back and starts running towards them again so then Leah's like what did I miss and Jacob's like it doesn't matter you're leaving right now anyway and she's like no actually I am staying because I have to belong to someone trust me I tried breaking off on my own it didn't work It's the worst part of being a werewolf is that they belong to their leader and they have to do what 
their leaders. I, I it's hate like so Dumbledore much. with the house elves. <laughs> Don't get me started again. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I I would be exactly the same as leah i would hate it i hate oh yeah jacob's still not getting it he's like you don't like me i don't like you leave and she's like that doesn't matter seth is with you so i'm staying with seth and then jacob's like but you don't like vampires (laughs) and she's like well you also don't like vampires and he's like but i'm committed to doing this you are not and she's like well i'll just keep my distance i'll just run around with seth (laughs) and he's like how am i supposed to trust you And so she gets as tall as she can and she looks at him and she goes, I will not betray my pack. And then Jacob's like, this isn't your pack. It isn't even a pack. It's me (laughs) leaving everyone. Why are all you clear waters following me? And Seth gets there and he's like, hey. Hey, Jake. You're a real asshole. Hey. (laughs) I I love that Seth is finally seeing Jacob for who he truly is. Mm -hmm. A selfish ass. So Seth's like, hey, I've been useful, haven't I? And Jacob's like, well, you haven't been too much of a problem. But if it's you and Leah, I want you gone. And then Seth's like, Leah, you ruin everything. And she's like, yeah, I know. And then Jake's like, oh, no, she actually is sad about something. Yeah, it says, I love this This is beautiful. It says, yeah, I know she told him. And the thought was loaded with a heaviness of her despair. Ugh, so sad. And then he's like, I don't want to feel bad for Leah. I know that we're all really rough on her, but it's her fault. She was forced into this. Mm-hmm. A lot of screaming from me today. Yeah. And so then <laughs> Seth's like, are you going to send us away? Leah's not that bad. Like, with her here, we can cover more ground. And then Sam also only has seven people left. So it's probably a good thing that she's here. And Jake's just like, I don't want to lead a pack. And Leah's like, so don't. Just let us hang out. Bingo. You don't have to lead them. Just literally have some buddies with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Then Jake's like, okay, go home then. And Seth's like, no, I want to be here. I like vampires. I like the Cullens. I want to protect them. That's what we're supposed to do. And Jacob's like, well, maybe you do, but not your sister. And if she's going wherever you are. And then Leah lets slip a thought that she's been trying not to let Jacob hear, which um, Jacob calls her out for. And he's like, I thought you were here for Seth. And she's like, well, of course I am. And he's like, but you're also here to go away from Sam. Duh. And she's like, I don't have to talk to you about that. I, I, I chose to leave. I'm with you now. That's the end of it. And so Jacob's like, okay, well, I guess I am never getting rid of Leah. As much as she disliked me, as much as she loathed the Cullens, as happy as she'd be to kill all the vampires right now, as much as it pissed her off to have to protect them instead, none of that was anything compared to what she felt being free of Sam. And then it goes on to say she loved Sam still, and having him wish that she would disappear was more pain than she was willing to live with now that she had a choice. She would have taken any other option, even if it meant moving in with the Cullens as their last dog and then she interrupts and she goes i don't know if i'd push it that far (laughs) there's talks of suicide and then jacob like tries to talk her out of it again but she's like no listen to me any argument you have isn't going to work because any terrible thing that you do is not going to be any more terrible than what i'd be going back to um i don't want to be the pathetic ex-girlfriend that he can't get away from so if you want me to leave you're going to have to make me. And this leads Jacob to snarl for one entire minute. <laughs> and then he's like, I see why Sam is always ordering us all around because that's the only way to get anything done. He's like, Seth, can I kill your sister? And Seth's like, 
Um, no, probably not. I understand why all of this conversation has to happen. Like, we as a reader have to see that they struggled and that they went through all of this and that they bargained and blah, 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 nothing worked. But it is painful to go through. So then finally, Jacob gets going and he's like, okay, well, then tell us what happened after we left last night. And Leah's like... Just a bunch of howling, honestly. (laughs) I'm sure you heard that. It took us a long time to figure out we couldn't hear either of you anymore. Um, She remembers how pissed off Sam was. And then it was obvious that they were going to have to make a new plan because the element of surprise was gone. They are down two people. So the next day, Sam got up, which is this morning, to talk to the elders and come out with a new plan. (sighs) But (laughs) Leah skipped the meeting. I just I just go back to what we talked about before where it's like do take a minute and think about this before you decide to go kill Bella Sam. I mean, good, good. Good that three people literally left so that Sam would have to like be forced to take a second. Yeah. I'm still not going back to him though. Then Leah's like, I don't know what the plan is. I skipped the meeting, but I wouldn't be wandering the forest alone right now if I was a leech because it's open season on vampires now. (laughs) So then Jacob's like, well, why did you miss the meeting? And she's like, well, last night I asked permission to go tell my mom what happened. And Seth's like, why did you tell mom? And Jacob's like, stop being a little brother right now, Seth. Uh, So Leah's like, I phased. I took a long time to think through things. I took all night. But the pull of having two separate packs and two separate pack minds was really, really promising to me. She weighed the benefits against staying versus leaving. And she wrote a note to their mom and she left. And she's like, that's it. What do we do now? And Jacob's like, I don't want to decide what we do now. I guess we're just going to keep an eye out for everyone. Uh, You should probably sleep. And she's like, you should put your sleep belt on. Cool. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then he's like, I thought you were going to do what I said. And she's like, okay, whatever. I'll go to sleep. So then Seth's like, I'll go run. I'm not tired at all. And Jacob's like, okay, I'm going to go talk to the Collins then. And then Leah's like, actually, I want to race with Seth (laughs) before I go to sleep. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about sleep belt. (laughs) Really good. (laughs) So then Jacob's like, I guess Leah is kind of like trying, but it's annoying. Also, I would trade literally anyone else for Leah if I had to have three people in my pack. And she's like, well, what about Paul? And he's like, okay, maybe not Paul. So then she's like, all right, I'm going to be less annoying than Paul. Jacob runs to the Collins. He turns into a human. He pulls on his shorts. And before he gets to the porch, Carlisle opens the door. And he's like, what the Carlisle? And then Carlisle comes out and he's like, are you okay? And he's like, did Bella die? And Carlisle's like, no, she's pretty much the same. Edward told me you were coming. And he didn't want to leave Bella's side because she's awake. So I'm I'm here. And then he's like, oh, yes, Edward didn't want to lose any of the few moments that he has left with Bella. That makes sense. Um, Jacob is so tired that he sits down on the porch. And so Carlisle comes and sits on the porch with him. And he thanks Jacob. And he wants to tell him that even though his only goal was to protect Bella, he's still thankful for him because he also uh, is helping the rest of his family. Jacob's like, stop complimenting me <laughs> and Carlisle's like okay J- Jacob's like please don't ever talk about me being a good person 
ever for any reason. <laughs> While they're sitting there, Jacob can hear Emmett, Alice, and Jasper inside. He can hear Esme upstairs humming. He can hear Rosalie and Edward breathing next to Bella's terrible breathing. <laughs> Not even breathing now. She's just panting. Um, her heart rate is very uneven. And he's like, here I am again. We learned the second thing he didn't want to do, which is just sit around and wait for Bella to die. <laughs> Why did it take until the next chapter to mention the one thing we wanted to know in the other chapter? Well, it's hard to know. Okay. <laughs> Jacob realizes that silence is not good, so he starts talking to Carlisle some more. And he's like, oh, so she's family to you? And Carlisle's like, yes. Yeah, she's literally my she daughter-in-law. my son. I, I am her daddy. Jacob, <laughs> stop it. But Jacob's like, but you're going to let her die. And Carlo takes a long time to respond to this. And he goes, I imagine what you think of me for that, but I can't ignore her will. It wouldn't be right to make such a choice for her and to force her. And Jacob's like, Ugh. I mean, that's kind of the thing that I was saying the other night, but it couldn't be right now. <laughs> now that now, now that Bella's going to die, he remembers how... How it felt to be having that choice made for him. But he's like, no, it's not the same because Sam was wrong. And also Bella loves things that she shouldn't. I just crossed it out. Jacob. The only thing that she loves that she shouldn't is you. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So then he's like, Carlisle, do you think that she'll make it at all? She told me about Esme. And Carlisle's like, well, there's a good chance. But there are some things that Vampire Venom cannot fix. Um, if her heart stops working now, there won't be anything I can do. And then Bella's heart like. He's like, ah, oh, no. And then Jacob's like, maybe Earth is revolving the other way. How could things have gotten so turned around in 24 hours? Yeah, it's literally one day. So then Jacob's like, well, what is the thing doing to her? I saw all the tubes and stuff through the window. And Carlisle's like, well, it is slowly killing her. They're not compatible. It's stronger than she is. She can't get the nutrition she needs. And it's taking everything that she has left to give. So he's tried everything he can think of to help her. But everything just keeps happening. And it just keeps happening faster and faster. And Carlisle can't figure out what it wants. And then Jacob is immediately furious and he's like it probably just wants to kill someone but it can't kill anyone besides bella oh my gosh ah. so then carlo's like i just wish i knew what it was i can't even get a an ultrasonic image i can't get a needle in rosalie won't even let me try and jacob's like well why do you need a needle like what would the fluid tell you and and Carla was like, well, if I could even get the chromosome count. I think, okay, I understand that Jacob has a really important job of like having a pack and protecting his tribe and everything, but maybe he should go back to school. <laughs> like, why would you need a needle? Mm -hmm. Jacob, <sighs> it doesn't seem like too hard of a, okay. It's fine. It's fine. What good would that do? <laughs> well, and then he's like, I don't get it. Will you dumb it down for me? <laughs> and Carla was like, well, okay. Did you ever take biology class? <laughs> and Jacob's like, um, maybe I did. <laughs> and so then Carla's like, so you know that humans are made up of DNA. <laughs> Let's get to the very, very beginning. Have you heard of chromosomal pairs? And Jacob's like, I'm going to pretend like I have. And Carlisle's <laughs> like, okay, humans have 23. Vampires have 25. Okay. I was literally like, wait a uh, whole entire second. Ha what? what? And how? 
do we know? And what? Huh? Like, okay, guys, in case you can't tell, this was like a lot for me. <laughs> is the, are the chromosomes, is the DNA of a vampire in its venom? I guess so. That's the only thing I could think of. Because they don't have blood. The, they don't have That's skin the only thing cells. that comes out of they a vampire. Right? They're not, they're, their bodies are not changing and decaying. They do make venom. So he takes the venom and he tests it for DNA, vampire DNA, that has 25 pairs. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to be thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> How it, it took Carlisle a long time. It's going to take me a long time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then Carlisle's like, okay, so basically this means that vampires and humans are even less alike than a lion and a house cat. I assumed that we were entirely different species and therefore entirely incompatible to create offspring. I did not even think to tell Edward that this was even a possibility because I didn't know that we were genetically compatible. I'm with him there. I just want to know how he figured out how many chromosomes they have. <laughs> Carlisle <laughs> does lots of freaky stuff. We I learn. Know. <laughs> so then Jacob's like, okay, I guess I can't really hate Edward, but I still hate him. But it, but I can't hate Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then Carlisle's like, it would help us to know if, if the the fetus had 23, 24, or 25 chromosomes, because then I'd have an idea of, like, who it was closer to. <laughs> and he just wants, like, anything that he could physically study to, like, preoccupy his time and learn anything that he could. <laughs> and then Jacob's like, I wonder how many chromosomes I have. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> and then Carlo's like, you have 24 pairs. <laughs> and Jacob... Very slowly, a turn and an eyebrow raise, yes. as he should. <laughs> Speaking of non-consensual medical somethings. Oh, yeah. Carlisle's like, so remember last, <laughs> remember last uh, summer I was helping you, um, I just stole a little blood, just a little. Just I was, a tiny three vials. I was curious. <laughs> and Jacob's like, I should be really mad about this, but I don't actually care. A lot of people really do care about this and it's good not on you. Okay. It's terrible. <laughs> it's not okay for somebody to take your blood and do secret DNA testing. So it's not. Unless, Even if you're Carlisle. Yeah, it, you, they should get consent. There's been a lot of problems over the last century. Uh, century? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also it's not like Jacob probably would have said no. No, he would have said, he would have been I like, guess. Plus, he immediately forgives Carlisle. He's like, you didn't mean any harm because he knows that Carlisle doesn't. He wouldn't use any information he got like against this. This pack. kind of stuff has been done and used against people. Oh, and yeah. So, wow, Carlisle. <laughs> he has a flaw, ladies and gentlemen. He steals the blood of the innocent. It's a small flaw. And he <laughs> and he was doing it for good, like he always does. But do you think that one of Carlisle's... So everybody's always like, he doesn't have any like special powers. But I feel like everybody kind of... He does. 
Because everybody just loves him and forgives him unconditionally. He a little bit has Renee's power. Yeah. Not where people want to help him, but where people just think that he... Like Jacob, he's like, I don't know why, but I can't be mad at Carlisle. Yeah. Everybody's that way. Yeah. Every single person who ever meets Carlisle feels that way about him. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) He's got a little bit more power than just being compassionate. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. Jacob's like, you didn't mean like any harm and... Carlisle's like, oh, no, I, I definitely <laughs> didn't. I just find you guys fascinating. I wanted to learn more about you. Your family's divergence from humanity is much more interesting than vampires. It's almost magical. And Jacob's like, you sound like Bella. Edward inside is like, Bella, I'll be right back. I want to go talk to Carlisle. Rosalie, come with me. Oh, no, Edward had a thought. And Jacob's like, he sounds almost happy. <laughs> And Bella's like, well, what's happening? And he's like, nothing to worry about. I, I just need a second. Rose, come with me. And Rosalie's like, uh, Esme, come watch Bella, please. Aww. And so Esme comes down. She's like, okay. Edward and Rosalie come outside. And Edward no longer is dead Edward. He is focused Edward. And he's like, Carlisle. And Carlisle's like, what? And he's like, Jacob had a thought while you were speaking. And it's kind of interesting. And Jacob's like, I had an interesting thought. No. But Edward's like, we never really thought about what the fetus wants. We're just trying to get Bella what she needs. Her body is accepting everything just about as good as one of ours would. Perhaps we should address the needs of the fetus. Maybe if we can satisfy it, we can help Bella. And Carlisle's like, I don't understand what you're saying. And Edward's like, think about it. If it's more vampire than human, it's not craving food and then Jacob's like oh I remember what I thought and Carlisle's like oh you think it's thirsty (laughs) Rosalie's like oh my god duh (laughs) I I feel a little bit like oh my gosh duh we should have known this but also I'm a little also like Jacob where I'm like (laughs) (laughs) and Rosalie immediately is like we have all that blood here for Bella let's just open a pouch Mm -hmm. and Edward's like well, I don't know. And Carlisle's like, I don't know what the best way is to get it into Bella. And Rosalie's like, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> best way to put something into a human. Mm-hmm. There's Bam. a big hole. It just goes straight in. <laughs> that one. And Jacob's like, hold on. What? Are you going to make Bella drink blood? And Rosalie's like, you thought of it first. <laughs> She's so like, no, I didn't. <laughs> he looks over at Carlisle and Carlisle's like, this is gross. And Edward's like, it's the most terrible, monstrous thing we could ever do. Classic Edward. Glad to have you back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Missed you. And Carlisle's like, yeah. And then Edward's like, but what if it helps her? <laughs> so then Jacob's like, what are you going to do? Just th- shove it down her throat? And Carlisle's like, no, I'm going to tell her about it and ask her what she thinks. He's like, Jacob, I'm a medical professional. We seek consent first <clears throat> most of the time. <laughs> so Rosalie's like, if you tell her it'll help the baby, she'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Then Jacob's like, oh, Blondie wants the baby. She doesn't care at all about Bella. And Edward just off to the side is like, nodding. Yep, nod. Oh, poor Edward. Yep. So then Ed- Jacob's like, okay, so she's not actually trying to protect Bella. She would, Rosalie would just jam a tube down her throat uh, herself. And Edward's like, mm. He doesn't even <laughs> nod. He just, his mouth gets as small as it can be. Yep. Straight line across his face. So then Rosalie's like, okay, let's get to it. Come on, Carlisle. And he's like, all right, let's go ask Bella. 
And Jacob, without wanting to, follows them. <laughs> He's too curious to see what is going to happen. So they go inside and there is Bella looking like the wax figure of herself, um, except she is tinily breathing and also awake. <laughs> she looks at all of them. Bella's like, what's happening? And Carlisle's like, Jacob had an idea that will help you probably. And Jacob's like, do not give me credit for this. <laughs> and Carlisle's like, it's not going to be very pleasant. And Rosalie's like, but it's going to help the baby. We, we thought of a better way to feed him. And Bella's like, what do you mean by not pleasant? And also like, who cares? <laughs> and Jacob's like, oh, so Bella, to make a joke for all of us, even when she's dead. He's right, though. <laughs> so then Edward goes over to Bella and he's like, listen, what we're going to ask you to do is the worst thing anyone could ever ask anyone to do. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and Bella's like, OK, what is it? And then Carlisle's like, we think the fetus might have an appetite closer to ours than yours. We think it's thirsty. And she's like, oh, duh. <laughs> Carlisle's like, you're about to die. We don't have any time to waste. The fastest way we can figure this out. And she's like, okay, I'll drink it. Practice for the future, right? Rosalie's like all impatient that they're talking this through. And Jacob's like, I could just throw her through the wall. <laughs> so then Bella's like, okay, who's bringing me a dead animal? And Carlisle <laughs> and Edward are like, uh. <laughs> I love it. Carlisle goes, um, it will be a more effective test if we don't cut corners, Bella. <laughs> And then Edward's like, it it doesn't want an animal. It wants a person. And then Bella looks at Jacob and she's like, what? She goes, who? <laughs> Bella? <laughs> I know she's sick, but oh no. That's a and little then Jacob's far. like, I am not here for you to bite me. I'm, I'm sorry. I also don't have human blood. And then Rosalie is like, it's okay. We have some for you just in case. I've got a good feeling about this. BRB. And Bella's like, well, I'm starving, so I bet he is too. Let's do it. My first vampire act. She's so excited. <laughs> I love my girl Bella. Oh, yeah. Being like, are you kidding? I get, I get to a tricep blood? blood? Even still as a human? Oh, my gosh. None of you guys ever. <laughs> oh, man. I love her so much. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of our chapter here. So, <laughs> fun times. Love it. Cannot wait to get to the next chapter. This is great. This is great. It's getting good because I like that Bella's getting better. I mean, uh, she got real bad. <laughs> she got really sick and you don't want to see your your main character, your girl sick. But also I was a little, little worried that like I remember first time reading this, just being like super worried that this was it for Bella. Like she's this is it. Something's got to happen. They either need to get that baby out immediately or she's just dead. Real scary. Yeah. Real scary. Yeah. So I'm grateful for this. It's really gross and really awesome. Mm-hmm. Well. Cool. <laughs> We're off to go record our Patreon-only episode. What about? We never know. <laughs> Listen, Hank Green likes to say that their bonus episodes are short and bad. And um, 
ours are short and good. I do remember them saying that on like one of their more recent episodes <laughs> yeah. of Dear Hank and John. It was like last week. He goes, yeah. uh, we're off to record our Patreon-only episodes. They're short and bad. And I thought to myself, I don't feel that way about ours. I think ours are short and good. Ours are certainly <laughs> short and unplanned. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to listen to them, come over to the Patreon and you will be privy to that. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being such wonderful listeners. We love you all so much. And we'll see you next week. And remember, drink that human blood. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds appetizing to me. Just, uh-huh. I don't know. Okay. okay. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.